Hey everyone, welcome back to t Today in Tech. I am Michael Simon from Macworld, joined by Kang Mingus from Computer World. And I am filling in for Juliette Beauchamp, who has gone on to Green New Pastures. So until we get somebody new in this seat, <laughs> stuck I with am the here as your host. Let's stuck with the two of us. <laughs> and today we are talking about WWDC, because it is now, I want to say... 10 days away? Is that right, Ken? 10 days? 12 days. 12, 12 days. days. Okay. 12 we're, days. We're, we're getting right around the corner. It is a week from Monday. Uh, the show kicks off at 10 a.m. Pacific time, Monday, June 6th. Is that early, Michael? That seems a little earlier than I, I was expecting the week after for some It's reason. been, well, uh, so COVID messed with the time a little bit. So last year it was later. The year before yeah. it was even later. But it's usually that that first week in, in <laughs> June. Um also depends on the calendar and, and how things fall. But it's been this early before. It's been like June 6th. It's also been as late as like June 20th. It's, it, you know, it's, it's been in June for a while. Yeah. Yeah, um, now the, June, but I was just thinking a little bit more toward mid-month. Since there, there's no scheduling logistics with bringing a bunch of developers to, to California that, you know, they can barely do it whenever they want. Yeah. Like I'm sure the keynote is is recorded and ready to go, even though we're going to get like last-minute rumors or Apple changed this. Like they're not. It's done. Like the, the keynote's done, Tim <laughs> well, Cook has recorded it, and it's finished. Given the production values yeah. that are required, I'm sure that that stuff is locked in, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this week we're going to talk about um, software, and next week we're going to talk about hardware. Um, software we are certain of. Right. Uh, iOS 16, iPad OS 16, Mac OS 13, Watch OS 9, which I really wish they would put that on the uh, uh, 16 cadence because I always forget what number it's always, Is it 8? Is it 9? Yeah. And yeah, tvOS 16, which they did. tvOS, they just jumped from like 2 to like 15 a couple or, or 13 a couple of years ago because it was it was obviously it came out later than iOS. Watch OS is still on its own cadence. But so those five OSs for sure. Right. And I would assume, as usual, iOS 16 is the star of the show. It always is. It should be. I mean, that's the Apple sells so many phones. That's got to be the uh, you know the backbone of everything. Software-wise, sure. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, they usually start the show with tvOS, then watchOS, and they kind of lead into the bigger stuff. But um, you know, iOS 16 will be the star. Rumors have been not not a ton of them, and there rarely are, because mainly you know there's no production supply chain stuff to get information from for these from from these the, the sources have to come directly from apple's engineering team like you can't find someone who works at foxconn that says oh i saw ios 16 and here's what's in it like it that doesn't exist so the uh, we're, we're always quite surprised by the the new features last year the biggest feature was that universal control um, where you can control a Mac and an iPad together, you put them together. Like that was like a wow moment, but we had no idea that was coming. So there will be some cool stuff coming out of iOS 16. We've heard maybe new notifications, which, you know, they do that all the time. Yeah. In, in my mind, and I'm sure you'd agree, they need to just scrap the entire notification system and start I, I over at this point. I've lost now because some things pop up, some things are grouped, some things yep. disappear too quickly, some things I can turn on, some things I can turn off, and and I agree. I, I really do think they ought to rethink that from ground one. Yeah, and it's it's right. tough because they've been, you know, notifications have been with us for, what, 12 years? Yeah. And they keep piling and piling and piling. Like, all right, so the notification summary that came last year, yeah, and what that does is it collects your notifications that you don't want to receive 
instantly, like any, anything that isn't calls and messages and things. And it puts them in like a bundle and then delivers them to you at eight o'clock at night or something or whatever, six o'clock at night, whatever it is, yeah. which is fine. But to get it to where it's useful, it takes a ton of work. You have to go through each one of your apps and find out which ones you don't want notifications from, which ones you do. And it's, it's, it's tricky. And I don't really know what the answer is. Uh, Android does a good job. There, so. there should be some level of machine learning or AI here that Apple could implement that I think would make that easier. Because you're right, it, it's absolutely cumbersome. Yeah. I mean, think about the number of apps you've got on an iPhone. You know, yeah. even if many of them you don't use, they can be popping out notifications sure. and things. So, I mean, there should be some machine learning, I would think, you know, that would basically say to, you know, to the operating system, this app is never used. Therefore, I'm going to take any notifications that come from this app, put them in the other pile for now. Yeah. And, you know, basically do it that way and then have the user come back in and say, no, no, I want to get those. That's a, that, I think that's a, a, a little cleaner solution than doing it the way it's done now. Again, that's just me making up words about AI. I don't know if it's possible or not, but I would like to think well, so. Well, we see, we see some of that already on the phone where, like, if I call, like, let's say I contact you every afternoon for work. Yep. Like, it, when I when I swipe down, it'll say, "Do you want to contact 10? Like like I like like you know, for example, the people on my staff, it'll say, "Do you want to con contact Roman right now?" Yeah. Because you you generally do at this time of night. Do you want to call Lynn, my my wife? Because you generally do at this time. So it does learn from how you use your phone. It notifications just they just they're, they're a mess. Yeah. And I generally just swipe them all away. Even even the today stuff, like the notification summaries that I get, I I barely really pay much attention to them because sometimes they're so old that they're they doesn't matter. Right. So I think what would be a good start. Android has a thing called um notification channels. And like so let's say like Target, for example. It's not just all or all, all or nothing. It's like deliveries are one. Sales are one. Uh, 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 credit card due is another one. So you can actually prioritize, okay, I want this, but I don't want this. That might help, but then that's also more work. Right. Like, I don't know how you get around the fact that you have to spend, when you get a new phone, when you set up your phone, like a half hour figuring out what notifications you want or don't want to make it you know, palatable. Right. And then you've also got the situation where if you've got an Apple Watch, you kind of have to determine which of the notifications are going to go to the watch. If you've got other devices, you know, where, where, the, that, where the push notifications may be showing up. It just, again, it gets to be very cumbersome. I, you know, I'm wondering, aside from notifications, I've seen some talk that uh, there might be an updated health app. Mm -hmm. yep. Either either for iOS or, or maybe iPad. I don't know if it's on iPad OS. It's it's not it's not even on iPad. <laughs> it should be. It the should health be. app the fitness app is, but it's nothing really really to it. The health app is not on iPad and it could be because like you got that big screen with all, all those nice charts and stuff. Right. They don't, yeah. yeah, it's weird. So yeah, that we actually had an iPad OS wish list up today on Macworld. I saw that. You got that's, yeah, that's I, one that's of them. That's a very good list. Thanks. Yes. Would you like to would you like to tell some of our viewers? Well, let's get well, let's 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 continue with iOS 16. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I don't before we, before we get there, yeah. we, but we jumped. But yeah, uh, a new health and fitness features slash app within iOS 16 is is rumored. No details whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the the health app is actually pretty good on iPhone. Like, you know, if you you can see your your steps and your heart rate and things like that, if you have an Apple Watch, like everything syncs nicely and everything is is presented in in a good way. I don't. They're always adding to it, 
So maybe that's what that is. Um, Mark, Mark Gurman from Bloomberg uh, reported, I want to say like two or three weeks ago, that Apple was looking to bring, quote, fresh apps yeah, what to that iOS. Mean? I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. If that's new apps, if that's uh, uh, refreshed apps or completely overhauled apps, I don't know. But some of them could use a, a, a serious makeover, mail, mail and messages among them. They're fine, but they're, they're the same as they've been forever. They could, you know, there's a lot of third party mail apps that have features that aren't in um, in the Apple stock app. And mm-hmm. they could they could definitely bring bring some of those like 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 inbox triaging and stuff to to mail. So uh, they always do some small things with their apps. We'll, we'll look to see, you know, what what happens there. Hey, uh, you know, speaking of mail real quick question. Yep. One of the things I've noticed is that it seems like there's very little junk mail filtering in iOS compared to Mac OS. Because I, if I'm looking at like my inbox on my phone and I look at it on my desktop, there are many more junk mail, things that I have tried to either unsubscribe from or label junk mail, and they still seem to somehow get through on the iOS mail app that's that's interesting mine doesn't i don't have that issue you haven't seen that okay no like if it's junk on one it'll be junk across all of it should be yeah okay you don't have something maybe there's like a setting you have where it's not it's not just moving into the proper mailbox yeah could be all right right. it may just be a one-off um yeah i mean the the junk filtering is it's 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 not bad it does grab some stuff sometimes that i want like I don't know. Like, say, say there's like a newsletter, like a New York Times or Washington Post or something. I've seen that. Like every day sends me something, and I look at it, but I don't click on it. I just look at the headlines and I delete it. That will eventually end up in junk. And I, I don't know how you, how, how does it know that I read it, but I don't care about it. But I read it, but I but do, care about, do it. care about right, it. Right, yeah. right. So that that that's tricky. Um, maybe. It, it could it tell by like like if you scroll on. to the end of it or something, then then it keeps it like if you if you interact with it in any way rather than just clicking. But um, the junk junk filtering is okay on on iOS. It's not it's it's not bad. Okay, it may very well be exactly what you're describing. It may be that it's it's user difference that I'm looking at at mail differently on the phone than I do on the desktop, and that's yeah, it could be. There, there are settings that you you can send junk mail to different mailboxes, so maybe you just don't have it going to junk. Yeah. Okay. User error. Uh, maybe. Um, the other possibility, which probably isn't happening, is it'll, it'll probably be tied to the iPhone 14, if it happens at all, is, is an always-on display that I've wanted ever since Apple released an OLED display back with the iPhone 10 because it's great. Um, I hate looking at my phone and it's blank. There's nothing on it. Like if I want to see the time, i got to tap it. If I'm in the middle of the night and this happens all the time, I don't have a clock on my nightstand, I have my phone on a, on a stand. And when I wake up at whatever time it is, I got to tap the phone to see the time. And it's, and it's very annoying. Yes, I could wear my Apple Watch, but I don't wear it to sleep. Um, it's, it's, it's annoying and frustrating, and I don't know why Apple hasn't done it. There are rumors, we just reported on it yesterday, that the iPhone 14 Pro is going to have a variable refresh display that goes all the way down to one hertz. Wow. which is what the Apple Watch does, the LPTO yeah. displays. So the always-on Apple Watch display goes uh, refreshes from 60, 60 to 1. That would do it. It'll be very frustrating if it's, a, if it's an iPhone 14 Pro feature because every OLED screen could do it, but Apple, that's Apple. You know, yeah. they, they bring a feature that everyone's had for years. 
they tell everyone that it's the greatest thing you've ever seen, and then they tie it to a new product. That that's just their thing. And but, usually, the more expensive version of that product. Th- yeah, there's that right. So I mean, it'll be it'll be nice to have. It'll be frustrating that um, that it'll be a pro feature, and we'll talk about that at a later show. But app, it looks like the iPhone 14 Pro. Apple's pushing hard to get people to go to that pro line. Didn't I, I see something? I, and I know that we're going to talk about hardware next week. But didn't I see a story that's saying that production of the iPhone 14 is already like falling behind because of like problems? I mean, or is that read just that, wild you read, Well, yeah, you read that story last year and the year before that too. <laughs> well, no, but I think it probably has more salience this year, given maybe the you know the problems that are going on you know over in China with with COVID and supply chain, sure. et cetera. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's possible they'll still they'll still sell plenty of them. Yeah, I don't think I, I, they've already had shortfalls in their earnings, like significant ones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure there is there is going to be, but they'll just move stuff around. Like, for example, you can't get a MacBook Pro, like a high end one yeah. until like August right now. Like, it's crazy. So, you know, they clearly prioritize certain products over other ones. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll talk about that at, at a next time. Yeah. But yeah, so so that's really all we know about iOS 16. There's there's not a ton. Uh, Mark Gurman also said that maybe there was new like methods of interaction. Again, very vague. I have no idea what that means. Maybe maybe different gestures. I don't know. And then of course there's that AR VR stuff, which I don't know if that would be tied to iOS, but that could make an appearance as well. Mm. But we don't know much about that either. All right. So. That's that's iOS. That's they they usually show off ten new features. So there's going to be there's going to be a lot to talk about. A lot of surprises with that. I think um, last year we got a new Safari, if you remember. And Boy, they, was that, they, was that they, the, they walked the whole thing back. You know, it was new, all right. I'm yeah. like, it wasn't improved. And and Apple, to its credit, did start to yeah. back away carefully from all before the before it came out. It was I was in the beta. They, yeah. Uh, they and with each new beta, they they they, they added Never ways mind. to go back and change it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, so. yeah. so we'll see what what that brings. Uh, Mac OS thirteen also. I we we know even less about that if that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's rumors that it could be called Mammoth, maybe because Apple has trademarked that name. Which, if it is called Mammoth, Apple has a bit to live up to there because if you if you're not familiar with California, that has a connotation that means it's you know obviously a big release an important release uh, a monumental release so i don't know this is this they they have the m1 processors now across nearly the entire line so we can start seeing even more i mean last year with mac os 12 there were a bunch of features that were for m1 we could i think that there'll be even more separation between yeah. the other intel Macs and and the, and the newer m1 m2 max with apple silicon because you know they can do way more with that chip now that, that that it's that's theirs so but i don't know much about what uh what what apple's doing with with mac os 13. i would predict new desktop uh, wallpapers yeah sure i think that, i think that's a safe prediction and i agree you know if you're if if they're going to call it mammoth and we don't know that we don't we, we don't we would like to think that if they were to to do that that it would have more than a few ui tweaks and you know a couple of updated apps and you know that there would be something actually mammoth about it yeah um, i would like to see um app the app library like i know there's launchpad and i know that the way we use apps on our on our mac are very different than they are on ios and ipad but i would like to see something like that 
on the Mac. I think it would be it would be super helpful because I have a ton of apps that I never even remember that they're on there. Just like if they resurface them, put them in different folders, so I could figure them out, find them, and also the control center could use work. Yeah. The um, it's 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 just not intuitive. It's not as intuitive as it is on the iPhone. Um, and the big one that I've wanted forever is time machine backups in the cloud. iCloud backups for the Mac. Like I know. Five gigabytes isn't enough. So if you do that, you're forcing people to upgrade. But you kind of are already. Because right. our iPhones hold 64, 128 gigs. So five gigs isn't really enough there anyway. And storage is so cheap. It's like a buck for 50 gigs. Um, Ten bucks for, for a terabyte. So And with the Apple One um, bundles, is even less. But that's a big one. that I, I still have an old Time Machine capsule. I don't know if you can see it behind my. I have so much junk behind my behind me, but it's it's back there somewhere. I trust you. Yeah, that, that I use for for backups because I, I had it for. But if I could just have it back up to the cloud, like my iPhone and iPad, first of all, it's easier to to restore your machine. Yeah. And secondly, it would it would encourage backing up just like it does on the iPhone. Well, that's, it's it's also it seems a like smart, a no brainer to me. It, it, it's it would also be a very smart move from Apple, who is obviously you know they've been rolling out a lot of services lately, and and as you say, you know, sort of getting setting it up in a way that people need to pay more on a monthly basis. But I, I would certainly pay, you know, some X number of dollars, not some crazy figure, but to have backups done. I don't know, daily, whatever, even yeah. weekly in the cloud. I, I'm sure I have not backed up my desktop mac in several weeks and i have a specific hard drive dedicated to it but i've got to remember to do it go get the hard drive plug it in so you know it, it should just be seamless i mean it's a it, it, it's a very apple thing to do and it's Hopefully. there like yes. the system is there <laughs> and and storage as you say is cheap yeah. and bandwidth is plentiful for a, a lot of people not yeah. everyone yeah. but and uh, you know icloud already does uh it'll back up your documents it'll back up your desktop yeah but it stops short at like a full restore of your machine and it would be i think great i mean just great for that also there's a lot of people who are new to the mac after coming from the iphone so yeah like it's they, they expect that so yeah that I, i'd like to see that as well but, but we have no rumors that that's sure. going to happen yeah for sure and also you know why is it system preferences and not settings <laughs> like i know it's a, it, it's a, it, it's a throwback but like come on why are we still calling it that but anyway that's 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 not a big deal. I can get it. Um, all right, so iPad OS 16. In in my, my mind, oh, the iPad. Yeah. You hate the that iPad. Could, it's the in between be, model. Yes, Go could ahead. be the biggest news coming out of WWDC. If Apple, like we've heard rumblings that they're looking at multitasking, that there are major changes coming to iPad OS, and it absolutely needs it. Yeah. Now that the iPad Pro and the Air have that m1 processor which is a ridiculous amount of power for what it is uh, apple really has an opportunity here to make it like a, a real powerful hybrid device between the mac and the iphone and the key to that is is ipad os changing fundamentally changing the way it works i think right. not yeah. in a way that's going to make it confusing or or unfamiliar but there's, there, there has to be a way to bridge that gap. When you pop it onto that magic keyboard, like something else should happen. Mm -hmm. Like it should become a more powerful uh, uh, interface device, a more powerful um, desktop. I think. 
because well, they're just they're they're just they're they're missing out on so much that this thing could do all of them and you, you can make it a pro feature if you want but it doesn't have to be it's just you know the ipad is such a a powerful beautiful piece of hardware that i just feel like they're really missing an opportunity well i was, I was looking through you know as you noted that uh, you guys on MacWorld have a sort of a rundown of the kinds of things you'd like to see in ipad os and if you take the various um suggestions, if you will, and put them all together, it would actually turn the iPad with the with the keyboard, the magic keyboard, mm-hmm. you know, into, uh, I think, a much more business friendly device sure. than it is now. It really would. And when you and also when you take a look at the list and maybe we can, you know, somehow drop the link in um, so people can take a look at this. But when you talk about things like multiple users, desktop mode, mm-hmm. you know, high end pro apps, uh, external monitor support, Things like that. Those are all the kinds of things that I think people would would use the iPad for it in business. Now, you know, there are many more there that you folks have listed in terms of UI changes that are needed. But I mean, it, it feels like the way iPad OS has evolved is that it's a variety of discrete good features that are kind of like siloed. They don't nothing really works well. You know, you I think, you know, you, you guys noted made the point about floating windows and how it differs from the desktop, uh, you know, or just the fact that the iPad seems to be locked into those damn icon, yeah. you know, the grid. Well, just, it's it's still very much stuck in the iPhone era. Yeah. The old It's, older it's very much a, a bigger a, just a big iPhone. That was the knock on the iPad when it first came out. Yeah. Was that it was a big iPhone, and it really it still is, even though it has its own name for the OS, it's still iOS. Yeah, just bigger. Widgets widgets aren't aren't great. Um, the uh, the grid isn't great. The, it, I just, it's just it could be so much better. Yeah, and it's I don't know if we're gonna get that. We've like I said, we've heard rumors that maybe, but that's the one that needs the most help. In in terms of we have this, I mean, the iPad, any of them. But if you take if you take the iPad Air, which is six hundred bucks, yep. there is nothing in its class except for the other iPad, the iPad Pro. There's nothing. It is the greatest tablet, far and away. So is the Mini. So is the Pro. And honestly, so is the iPad Air, uh, the, the 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 low end iPad, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Um, you know three twenty three hundred twenty nine bucks. It's it's you know older design and all that stuff, but it's still great. The iPad hardware is incredible. There are so many people who want, who would make that their their number one device, their primary device, if they could. Yeah. But I've tried it. I can't do it. I need, it, I, same, I need the I, Mac. Same. I do. Exactly. For At least for work purposes, you know, the iPad, it feels like it's just a kludge compared to the desktop. But I do know people that have... You know, they have a, a like a late model MacBook Pro and an iPad, yep. and they really do do about 99% of what they want to do on the iPad. The MacBook Pro is sitting there in the corner, you know, gathering dust. So obviously, for some people, you know, things as they are now, it 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 works very well. But I think you know, if you really wanted to, you know, I mean, just goose sales of the iPad, the changes that uh, you know we've been talking about and that you you have listed in MacWorld would make a huge difference. And iPad sales are kind of falling. You know, they 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 went up a little bit during the pandemic, but now they're dropping again. Yeah. So, uh, and what, meanwhile, Mac sales are, are through the roof. So there, something has to be done there. 
and I'm sure Apple's working on it. I don't know if it's going to come out this year, but I think that's the the number one device that can benefit most from a massive software change. Right. Agreed. And then we have uh, watchOS 9. I don't know. <laughs> Are we going to get a new watch this year? I know that's hardware. We'll talk yeah, it next yeah, week. Yeah. But I, as I a mean, preview of coming attractions for next year. Yeah, week. Series 8 will come out. Um, there's some rumors there. Yeah, we'll talk about that down the line. All right. um, but as far as watchOS 9, the, the big change that's been rumored is um, a new, a better low power mode, which is desperately needed. Yeah. Right now, low power mode basically shuts your entire watch off except for a small little um, digital readout of the time. And yeah, it's it, you can it lasts for like like three days, but who cares? There's, it's it you can't do anything with it. It's just yeah. So there should be options there. There should be a, 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 a some of the Wear OS watches have several several kind of tiers of of, oh, of battery saving. You yeah. can keep on. Um, you can shut off notifications. You can keep on um, step tracking, but turn off um, heart rate tracking. I think that there should be different levels. So you can make it last longer, but not completely shut off the functionality of your watch like it does now. Um, probably some new health stuff. You know, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, Apple's kind of like stuck in this uh, where watchOS 9 is very much dependent on on hardware. And they're still selling watchOS, uh, I'm sorry, watch uh, Apple Watch 3, which doesn't have any of those features. So until they drop support for that, which I assume happens, I think that this will be the last... OS that supports Watch uh, uh, Apple Watch Series Three. I okay. have to assume. You think it'll still support three? Well, they have because they still sell it. Yeah. So they they have to support it, right? Well, they could stop selling it and just you know tell people the you know they but could they, drop but they but they sell it now. Yeah. So to say that a, a watch you can buy from us isn't going to support the the newest OS that comes out in September, I don't know how that's that's that's, a, that's not a great move. Yeah, yeah. I don't true. know. I would I would assume lit. next year they'll stop selling it in September, and then Watch OS 10 does not support Apple Watch 3. I don't know who's buying the Apple Watch 3. It's I, I would not recommend it no. for 200 bucks. It's 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 it's, it's, too, it's overpriced. It's, too and it's old and but yeah. it would be a really really bad move if they don't support a current watch with the upcoming OS. That's like saying that, um, what's the oldest iPhone? The iPhone um, 11. You can't get iOS 16 on that. That's crazy. Like, that's not, it, right. that's not right. Yeah, when you, when you put it that way, it makes sense. Yeah. And then probably something for tvOS. I have no idea what it would be, but uh, I have to assume there'd be some updates there. Uh, TV? tvOS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, we don't know. I'd like to see a new... Uh, What's it? A, a grid, like 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 a new grid for the Apple Watch, for the Apple Watch, for the Apple TV app. Yeah. Because um, it's pretty good the way like like that up next thing. Yeah. But it's very cluttered. It's very scattered. Like I wish I wish I I can go in there and it was like like almost like one of those old school TV grids and it had like Hulu and here's what's on or here's what you might like or here's what you haven't watched or whatever it is and then Netflix and then here's this and then Disney Plus and here's this, so. We'll see uh, how that how that goes. I don't know. I don't know if they'll do that. I also think Apple TV Plus shouldn't dominate that screen, which it does. Yeah, it feels a bit self-serving. I mean, yeah, I they, I mean they have their own tab there. Yeah. But they also load it up with all yeah. sorts of all well, sorts of stuff. Well, that's the thing about it. It's good. 
it's good at surfacing things that you might have labeled, you know, might have designated as up next or things you want to watch. But you do have to kind of root around a little bit. And it feels like luck of the draw as to what's going to show up to, to remind you to watch it or that it's something you started and haven't finished yet. It doesn't feel uh, it's, it doesn't feel like an elegant solution in its current uh, iteration. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. See, how about that? There is lots of stuff coming for uh, WWD. Well, yeah, no, it'll be jam packed. We just we don't know what what yeah. it is but those five os's will all get updates possibly more than that we don't know if the if the ar vr stuff is coming out or if homepod is going to get its own or airpods yeah so those those three as well it, you know wwdc is always loaded with news it doesn't always have hardware and we'll talk about that next week yeah but it's it's always jam-packed with um with with news we we have a question that i'm not sure i can answer <laughs> but let me see uh, this 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 goes back to the iOS 16 notification conversation that we were yeah. having uh, a couple yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. So it says, are the Android Apple iOS alerts multicast many to one push notifications as the pull notification service, which means that portable endpoint devices such as cell phones have to continually pull the server for changes, increasing the risk of slowing it down with or crashing with requests, or are they push notifications? As far as I know. They're all pull notifications unless you have an app that sets it to, to. I'm sorry, they're, they're all push. I, I assume they were all push. They're push yeah. to the device, right? They're push unless you unless and you then have distributed it set. to whatever yeah. once you've got signed into the same iCloud account. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are some that offer like Mail offers options, right? But most of them are just yeah, they they push to you. Yeah. But I, I might not be answering that. It's a, it's a bit more technical than I, I am with notifications, but I appreciate the question. That's good. Um, yeah, and I don't know, like, so when we talk about these features that we want, we're obviously talking as, like, you know, simpletons. Like, I don't know what it takes for, myself, for, for Apple to, you know, like I say, well, I want better multitasking. I bet Apple's like, well, screw you. That's like a three-year a, a three project. Right, exactly. You know, but like I'm a user. I, no, I don't sound, care. Yes, we make it sound simpler than yes. I'm sure it is to implement and, these things. And, and, you know, and possible. Like sometimes the things that we want just aren't feasible. Right. But it, but I, I will say, though, uh, you know, I think anyone looking at, say, iPad OS and like, well, where do we go from here? We've got there are some very serious, realistic yeah. options there for Apple that I think, again, back to the Macworld story that you guys have identified, it's not for lack of ideas here, but for whatever reason, these things just don't get translated you know, into the into software. Like for example, <clears throat> multiple, multiple users on the iPad. Yeah. That can be done because they, can. they do it. If you, yes. if you have the education software and you're a teacher, yeah. there is a login screen yeah. for multiple users. It's there. They just choose not to bring it to users. So. Yeah. There are a lot of these things that can be done. There's a lot of these things Apple chooses not to do, and there's a lot of these things that would probably be too clunky and 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 difficult to implement. I don't care. <laughs> we still won't. Yeah. I still won't. <laughs> All right. Well, look look at it this way. In two weeks, we'll know. We'll have yeah. some idea. You know. Yeah. So WWDC keynote is um, not next Monday, but the Monday after. Um, Monday or Tuesday? Monday. It's Monday this year. Okay. okay. It's always Monday. Is it? I thought uh, it was Tuesday. Their, their right. events are Tuesday. That's right. That's sometimes right. Wednesday. Yeah. WWDC is a week-long thing, so it kicks off on Monday morning always, all, all the time. Um, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, 
whatever time zone you're in, it's 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 always that time. Like it's the normal Apple keynote time. Yeah. This year they are having uh like a gathering at Apple Park for yeah. people. They invited people, developers. They had a they had to submit a um what is it like a raffle, I guess. Yeah. So there will Apple be people watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly what that is. I think they're just probably watching the same stream we're watching on a, on a, on on the big screen there. Mm-hmm. But that's that's cool. If yeah. you um. If anybody got an, an invite to that, you know, let us know after it's over to we, so we can find out what it was like. Because yeah. that's 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 cool. Yeah. And um, next week we will talk about hardware, which is what everybody wants to know about, and I do too. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a lot of questions there, so we'll we'll dive into all of that next week. And um, that's it. Thanks for watching. Um, if you like this, or you if you don't like me as host, don't worry, I, w- I won't be here for very long. We like if, you, if you if you like the show, let us know in the comments. Um, let us know what you want to see at WWDC when it comes to software. What are you most excited to see? iOS, macOS, watchOS, whatever it is. Um, like and subscribe and all that stuff that you do on YouTube. And we will see you next week. Thanks, Mike.